0: The fear of success is a true fear, that fear of climbing yet another mountain to the next goal but feeling empty at the top of it and still wanting more. It's a short-lived feeling of success that ultimately gives me the fear of, okay, if I jump to the next level, am I going to possibly sacrifice my health, my relationships to get there like I did in the past in corporate America? I'll bring you inspiring all out guests, lifestyle, business tips, and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all out entrepreneur, making your passion, your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. All right. This is going to be a fun podcast about vision casting beyond you. So, you know, it's interesting. There's ebbs and flows in the cycle of personal growth. What does personal growth mean to you? What does that vision mission goal setting look like for you? So many times every year, you know, we set goals for ourselves, right? But this is going to be an interesting podcast about visions and goals beyond you. And here's the thing. There's ebbs and flows in the cycle of personal growth. And, you know, sometimes we're focused more on our personal health. Sometimes we are we focus more on our, our relationships with our spouse, maybe our children. Maybe we're in a season where we're really focusing on our business. But what I have found is that balance really isn't the best word for that but more harmony. I don't know about you guys, but I see this undulation kind of pendulum swing for myself and even my clients included that, you know, a period of time sometimes will hone in and be super focused on our health because we've kind of let that go by the wayside because of business, because of work, because of family, right? And then there'll be an undulation and a swing back towards got to get really focused on this business or I've really got to get more hunkered down with the family, or maybe I want to prioritize spending more time with my spouse and it's hard right it's hard to stay even keel all the time and stay in full balance i 'm here to tell you i don't believe in balance; I believe in harmony. I think that there's always something falling off the table, and there's ebbs and flows in life and priority, and when we realize these things are falling off the table is when we have to learn to pick them back up, right? So again, I believe in harmony and ebbs and flows. I think that balance is a fake word for the most part. So anyway, I have seen the pendulum swing many times in my own goals. And my goal really, and I think this is the same in just entrepreneurship in general, is that can we keep that pendulum swing from being so far left and so far right, right? Can we keep the swings a little less severe and more centered, but not beat ourselves up. And I'm speaking to myself, beat not beat myself up when I swing too hard and fast in one direction because there's so much momentum that everything else kind of falls by the wayside. And I think the goal really is more just to recognize and then course correct, right? So, you know, I'll say this, what we focus on, we find. I have lived this out over and over and over again. I'll go through some examples of this in a bit. But I will tell you for me personally, the last two years have been a deep dive in my personal and professional development, me personally, to see how far I can stretch myself in my own personal mindset and in my capabilities as a business owner. And I own that. It's been a huge focus, especially as the ball has just been rolling Down the hill with massive momentum, it's me just trying to keep up with it and grow and develop with it, right? And I'll tell you, I did a recent podcast on how to manifest your dreams, and I've done exactly that in the past two years. Go back and listen to that. But this podcast is actually not about that. This podcast is about the vision beyond you. It's about the vision beyond your specific goals, your specific dreams. Because the reality is you are likely part of a unit. You're likely part of a unit with someone that you love, maybe a spouse or a significant other, maybe some children in the household, right? And so we aren't in this like vacuum that's just us. So, you know, over the past two years, I've been really focused on inner work of my money mindset and my overall mindset of what I was capable of. And I've been focused on in the past two years being able to build a multiple six-figure brand outside of my six-figure network marketing business because I wanted to create multiple streams of income and have full control so that my network marketing company didn't own me, nor does my business own me, That but that I have flex and ownership and freedom, right? And I did just that. I did just that. I scaled and scaled and scaled, and we've created an incredible burnout-to-all-out brand with our academy coaching, private client coaching, mastermind coaching, and we're kicking out an agency here shortly. And we're going to be kicking out some LinkedIn coaching for business coaches and life coaches. So I can check that box, guys. Check, right? I was focused on the outer work of learning the ins and outs of how to scale a business beyond me, hiring a team, certifying coaches. I did that. That has been what you focus on, you find, right? Now, here's the thing. As I did, as I climbed to the top of another Mount Everest, right? As I did in corporate, I climbed to the top of the mountain in corporate and thought, okay, I achieved this, but now what, right? Now what? I will tell you, I'm there once again. You know, I chased this goal. I chased this dream and I can say, I achieved it. I have arrived to the top of the next mountain, right? And I look around and I'm like, okay, now what? What's next? And I realize now it's just my personality to persevere, to succeed. But at each level of success becomes a new level of responsibility and organization. And I've noticed that with each breakthrough and at each level of success, I get a little angst and nervous. And that's that mindset that I have to work on with, you know, being terrified of success, of responsibility, right? So I had an aha moment in my mastermind event a couple of weeks ago, where we were going around the circle after some mindset work and some breath work. And what downloads I had and what came out for me was the fear of success, okay? Now, some of you are going to laugh because you're like, okay, Melissa, who's terrified of being successful? I used to be in your shoes when all I wanted to do was crush the goals I hadn't quite reached yet, right? But with each leap into a new bracket of success, I, at every level, experience a little bit of overwhelm. I'm being completely transparent with you guys. A little bit of self-doubt. Can I handle all of this? I've got a lot of people that are depending on me. I've got a lot of clients depending on me. A lot of people depending on me to pay their paycheck, right? I've still got this family at home and a spouse. Like, how big do you really want to go, Melissa? And can you handle it? Can you handle it? Right? The fear of success is a true fear, a fear of climbing yet another mountain to the next goal, but feeling empty at the top of it and still wanting more. It's a short lived feeling of success. That ultimately, gives me the fear of, okay, if I jump to the next level, am I going to possibly sacrifice my health, my relationships to get there like I did in the past in corporate America, falling back to that, that past, that past me, not the future me and the current me, but we're constantly leaning on our past experiences and sometimes see ourselves as a previous version of ourself. Even though that's not who we are anymore, which by the way, is one of the reasons I think hiring experts to get into your head and keep you moving forward is so important to help call you on your bullshit and that you can't hide from and really work through it. So at the mastermind event, Preston Smiles, who's a mindset coach that I ultimately hired because he really just gave me a breakthrough. He said, you know, so I hear you saying, that you're scared of success of the next level of yourself. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. And I'll never forget him looking me dead in the eye and saying, bitch, you have already climbed the mountain and you are already successful. You're already there, sister. You have already arrived. What are you afraid of? You have proven that you can handle the success. And he said, you've learned from the past and you will not repeat the past version of yourself. You have new guardrails, new priorities. You're in control. You are becoming more and more the future you every day. You hold the key. You're in control. And I have to tell you, that kind of hit me square between the eye. See, I was afraid of my next level self because I was afraid the growth of my business and responsibility may bring me back to the corporate life that I felt so out of control with so many competing demands. But what I've learned through great mentorship is that I'm always in control. Kelly Roach just told me that time and time again. Anytime as an entrepreneur, you feel like you're in the undertow spinning around and around and around and around. All you have to do is lift your head up out of the current and say, wait a minute, I'm doing this to myself. If I feel like my calendar is getting too full this summer, cancel some shit. Don't do a launch. Who says you have to, right? Clear your calendar. Own your calendar. Reframe how you feel? reframe and reset and know that you are in control at all times, right? So he challenged me to take a different, Preston did, he challenged me to take a different outlook on my vision casting and goal setting for 2021. He challenged me that many adults in life, they never actually collaborate with their spouse um, and even children on where they want to go as a unit in the next couple of years especially our spouses and where we want to go. So think about this. And he brought this up. He said, when was when did you get married? I'm like, well, 12 years ago, right? And he said, when was the last time you guys really set goals as a couple, as a marriage, a single unit, what life looks like? Because he says, as adults, what happens is we get married. And then as time goes on, neither one of us are the same person we were when we got married. We look back 12, 15 years later, looking each other in the eye. We aren't the same people. We've grown. You either grow together or you grow apart. You either grow with a mission together and goals together or you grow apart, right? So, you know, when you think about my own personal past, as long as we've been married, when we first got married, I was a corporate jet setter that did not want to have kids. Can you guys imagine? Can you imagine that? I have three now, right? I did not want kids. My husband had to talk me into our first child. All I wanted to do was crush my career. By the end of two or three years of being married and two kids, I wanted another one. I wanted a third child. I wanted to leave corporate and have a more flexible schedule. Think about that for my husband from like the woman that he married, right? And I wanted a flexible schedule. And I got home and I had this new baby. And for a year, I love working a couple of hours a week with a cushy network marketing business that I've worked so hard to build. But then I realized I was made for more, and I was capable of building an online business and entrepreneurship and realizing how much I actually loved to work when it was for myself and not for someone else. Loved it just as much as being a parent or a spouse, right? Now, think about that journey my husband had to go on with me. He went from marrying this woman who was a corporate jet setter who didn't want kids to then all of a sudden wanting more kids than he did, to wanting to leave corporate and spend time at home, to then having this aha moment that actually I do want to work and I do want to grow a business, and I love working my business. And so I've moved the cheese on him over and over and over again from the original path that we had, right? Without truly sitting down and redefining what I wanted, In my career, I've just moved the cheese on them left and right, right and left. One year, Melissa's home with a super flexible schedule. The next year, she's launching a million dollar business and her time's competing with his again, just like it was in corporate. So his head's spinning. And the reality is the last time we really dreamed about a life together and talked about it, we were planning our wedding. And then you start to work, you start to get promoted, kids happen. Promotions at work create more responsibility. Then you're juggling to find time for yourself and maintain any kind of identity outside of being a parent and an employee or a business owner, right? We get focused on the mundane day-to-day, and we forget to dream and vision cast about where we want to go together. It's interesting because I just finished reading this book intimate communion. And it talks about the different phases of relationships. And the second stage of marriage is where you really start just having your own individual goals and identities and taking care of yourself, right? Having your own priorities. Like I think about my vision and my goal with my business, my vision and goal with my health, my vision and goal as a mother. But I've never like up until recently sat down with Jake and said, where do we want to go as a unit? When was the last time I sat down with you, Jake, and talked to you about where I see this business and how much time and effort I want to put into it and what that means for you, right? Rather, we've just been like living in these parallel roles in the same house without sitting down and talking about it. So I have to tell you how enlightening it was to have this conversation with Jake. We've just started this kind of turning over of rocks and kicking rocks around and really discussing what life looks like in the future with us. And it's really freaking exciting. So we had our initial thoughts about navigating our future as a single unit. And the main theme, when we first started to talk, oddly enough, it wasn't about he and I, it was about these little people we created and how we wanted to consciously make them even more of a priority and being cognizant of it. With three kids, rarely do we get one-on-one time with any one child. And especially with our two oldest being in a Montessori this year, they're in the same class together. They don't get a break from each other. So we discussed a little weekend getaway for our kids when they turn 10, that they get to pick where they want to go. And Walker's going to be 10 this year. So we want to surprise him with a trip to Legoland. We talked about more calculated one-on-one time with the kids on the weekends, even if it's just for an hour or two just taking one kid out for ice cream, taking one kid out to get their nails done and having that precious alone time with the parent. And we talked about having calculated family play date. And what I mean by that is not that it's a Saturday afternoon and we're doing yard work and laundry and like we're quote unquote together, but we're multitasking and actually not rolling up our sleeves and playing with our kids. I'm talking about like blocking out time and literally getting in the pool, and playing chicken fights, and doing cannonballs off the diamond board, and playing Marco Polo. We had so much fun last weekend. Instead of just sitting there watching our kids play while we float in the pool, we literally played in the pool. Sharks and minnows, Marco Polo, very conscious effort to really just play. play. And what it does as an adult is bringing that play back into our life taps into our creativity and happiness too, right? But we get so busy with to-do lists and tasks around the house, catching up over the weekend, that we forget to just slow down and marinate in happiness and family. So we really just landed on continued prioritization of family fun. And I have been working really hard on that this year. Like we've, you know, I've got little mini vacations for us as a family booked just about every two months so we can get away. Have some fun, and then we talked about for Jake and I moving forward as a single unit financially. Where do we want to go? What do we want to do? We talked about and involving the kids and investing in a potential mountain property because we love the mountains so much. So this is part of the reasons mommy and daddy work so hard so we can create kind of the luxuries of life that we enjoy and getting them on board and understanding they're in it with us and want to be a part of kind of cheering us on. So anyway. I just thought these, I wanted to just share this with you guys because I bet this podcast is going to ring true for some of you because some of you are, if you're listening to this, you're so focused on your own development that I challenge you to pause and think about have you really created an agreement or goal or vision casted with your spouse as well? When was the last time you actually included them in your goal setting? Like I said before, you know, the last two years of me with that undulating swing of a pendulum that I started this podcast off with, that swing was towards my personal development and mindset and business development, admittedly, right? Now, as the pendulum swings the other way, and I'm hiring a coach to specifically hone in on this, I really want to see how good can it get beyond just me? Instead of chasing from one pinnacle to the next pinnacle to the next pinnacle to get that high of success, but then still ready to chase the next level, why not have larger visions and goals that are beyond you that include others in your journey to happiness? So with that, I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. thanks for listening to the burnout to all out podcast for free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services. Go ahead over to live the free life.co. that's live the free Life.